The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. And good morning, Southwest Florida, on the air for Sunday, January 3rd. My name is Danny Clayton, looking at Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer. Happy New Year, buddy. Uh, thank you very much. Dave Spano, President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, and thank goodness that uh, we're in 2021, right? The one represents we're going to win in 2021, and a lot of things that we go back and look at through 2020, we're going to do a little of that right now, is go back and look quickly over 2020 and then into 2021. And one of the things that we want to talk about is how we ended on the major indexes both for both the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. Well, for the year, the S&P 500 up a little more than 17%. The NASDAQ up almost 50% at a 48% uh, return in 2020. Price of gold up 24%. Even ag bonds were up 7%. So really a, a very strong year for risk assets across the board, which should come as no surprise given the amount of Fed accommodation we saw this year. And that's and you think about it, not just here in the United States, but uh, international equities did well as well, up 17%. And you alluded to the amount of accommodations that went in. It really is stunning, not only here in the United States, but worldwide. Yeah, what we saw in the United States is uh, M2 money supply rose 26% year over year. Uh, we saw a 17% year over year increase in the dollar value of world money supply. And that kind of money found a home by buying stocks, buying bonds, pushing interest rates lower, and, and essentially inflating uh, financial assets. There's no question about that. It certainly did. And it probably could push asset prices higher. Clearly, we need to watch what's happening in Georgia, and those betting odds have clearly changed from where they were right after the election to where we are now to almost a toss-up. Yeah, the Democrats are putting up strong voter uh, registration numbers. Almost three million people have already voted in Georgia. Clearly, some of this snafu in the Senate about the $2,000 uh, payments, uh, that's caused some volatility in that race as well. And it's important because if the Democrats were to win both those seats, they would then effectively have a majority in the Senate because the vice president would cast the uh, the deciding vote, and that could lead to anti-growth policies going forward. And anti-growth policies, one of those would be higher taxation. And so we are paying attention to that. Will that cause a dislocation in pricing? What that means is lower prices as people sell some assets in anticipation of higher taxes. And so we're clearly going to watch that. And then anti-growth policies such as re-regulations, we actually we expect that's going to happen even with a Republican Senate. So we're going to pay attention to that and watch that very closely as the year goes on. One of the things that we did talk about that is affecting us also, which is Brexit, which is really on the front burner again. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I mean, a few years ago, I think we had a, a very sharp two-day decline in the stock market when, you know, the Brexit issue initially uh, d developed. But, you know, it kind of came and gone. It has been signed. Obviously, there are going to be some bumps along the road as 
uh, trade deals get renegotiated and the like. But it is one element of uncertainty that is no longer affecting the markets. You know, I want to come back to uh, what you called M2, and I think you and I understand what that means, but maybe not the listeners. And that is one of the velocities of the dollar and putting money back into the system and not here in the United States. But if you add up U.S., China, the Eurozone, and Japan and other countries, it's $14 trillion with a T, and that money in the system has got to go somewhere, not only into equity pricing, but into people buying goods. And that's really what the velocity of dollar is. Yeah, and we haven't actually seen much in the way of velocity, which is why we haven't seen the inflation of someone like Milton Friedman from years ago uh, would have expected. But over time, as velocity begins to increase and banks start to loan out some of that those excess reserves, that can cause inflation. And one of the things we can't have are significantly higher interest rates, because that would put the government in a world of hurt. They would not be unable to fund any number of discretionary programs. It would also, I think, compress multiples on stocks, which would put downward pressure on stocks. So inflation is one of the risk factors that we're going to be addressing in 21 and 22. And one of the things it does do, if you're listening to this in Southwest Florida, is that it could push up real estate prices as well. But there has been a dichotomy between the economy and the markets, and the markets certainly traded ahead of the good news in the economy. We may have a different story in 2021, more important than ever, Danny, to know what you own, why you own it, and how much you're paying for it. And know the difference with Annex Wealth Management, it's one team, one plan, one fee. When we talk about one team, that's investment and retirement planning. That's tax planning and estate planning all together. We're not sending you out for that all together. One plan, a complete plan that includes every aspect of our team. And you've heard plenty of those people on this show on 92.5 over the last year. One fee, that's most important. We are a fee-only fiduciary. Also a Barron's Top Advisor, a four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300. And again, a fee-only fiduciary partner. Start today at AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. We'll be back. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Team, tech, trust, and a fee-only fiduciary model that works in your best interest. Can your advisors say that? This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Here's a special not-so-coded message to 2021. Don't let the screen door hit you on the way out. We had high hopes, didn't we, Deanne Phillips? We did. Deanne Phillips is Director of Client Learning Development, CFP, CDFA at Annex Wealth Management, here to talk about how Annex Wealth Management continue to provide comprehensive financial planning to our clients, both existing and new, in a very challenging year. It certainly was. It was supposed to be the year of clear vision, and uh, I think it's all pretty blurry. <laughs> we didn't get what we wanted, I think, So, but there's always next year. And, you know, mid-March, it got really weird, of course, when COVID caught up with us and we went into lockdown. We had to go into all those remote locations. But, you know, Danny, we have been set up to be virtual for quite a while. We've had capabilities to safely share our technology with clients to review in detail their situation. So we didn't miss a beat then. And, you know, one of the things I'm told over and over and over again by people when they first come to Annex is, I never hear from my old advisor. Well, not in good times or in bad times. And in fact, some people only hear from their advisor, and we know we've heard this, when the advisor wants to sell them something. 
That's not how a fiduciary works. So not only do we not sell products, we have a duty to watch over our client's situation and partner with them toward their success. This includes contacting them in good times and in bad. So we were reaching out proactively to everyone during that time. I'm sure when things got very volatile, the phone was ringing. But again, you said we were reaching out, and I think that's fantastic. And the reactions, I'm sure, again, were all over the place. For some, it's it's really hard to watch the value of an account drop when that was happening. But for others, were they asking, are there opportunities? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And of course, now, in hindsight, it's easy to look. And we all have to remember that we hire active wealth managers for several reasons, including helping us to get the best risk-adjusted return on our investments, but also sometimes to save us from ourselves and our gut reactions to major market movements, right? Because we get that greed and fear factor that kicks in. The market goes way up, and all of a sudden we want to buy, 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 right? The market starts dropping, and we get that visceral gut reaction. And so sometimes, from a behavioral point of view, we can want to act at exactly the wrong times. Then we needed to be pretty quick on our feet because when the CARES Act appeared, we needed to factor that in for planning for our clients and definitely needed to answer a lot of questions on that. Right. Now, that was the Coronavirus Response Act. And we have to remember that a couple of months previous, the largest retirement act had just been passed, the SECURE Act, that had changed everything. So there was so much uh, tax law that had changed in just the first half of the year. It was really crazy. It was hard to keep our arms around it. But that's why, you know, we have, oh, my goodness, a very fully developed tax department here of CPAs, a a tax attorney heading up our tax planning. That was so important then because that, that CARES Act told everyone that they didn't have to take required minimum distribution, even if they were in that RMD phase right now, including on accounts they'd been taking for for years that they may have inherited. That was a seismic change just for 2020. Now, next year, it goes back. Well, to your credit, I mean, we were drinking from a fire hose. There was a lot of information coming in really, really quick. We're talking with Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning Development, a CFP and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. We're covering 2020 and how our wealth managers pivoted meet client needs in a challenging year. I'm really impressed how we were able to go from in-person seminars to a really good series of virtuals. It was really cool. So I I have to admit, this is kind of my own personal love and wheelhouse um, doing the webinars. Love them live. We'll go back to live. But certainly the accessibility, and I think technology has been pivoting to liking to see them on demand on the net and, and even live on the net as well. Uh, we'd had requests for those, and so this was just a timely way for us to grab that and go with it. And uh, we've got such an offering teed up for 2021 already. It's not announced yet. It's coming soon, but we're very excited about the new content. We did a bunch. Did you have a favorite? I, I know you, <laughs> your, your fingers were in the pie wow. of most of them, yeah. right? Uh, I, I mean, really, from Saving the Family Cottage to the Annuity Enigma, Women and yeah. Wealth, Investing with Confidence, I thought was a home run. It, it really is. And you know, also, this was kind of cool. It was developed for women, but uh, it's for anyone. Is It's kind of a practical guide to financial self-defense. You know, we're the financial industry still all over the board is an industry of product. Even though Annex operates as a fiduciary, we don't sell product. Uh, We analyze everything. So we have to be on our toes with all these products as well, including annuities and insurance and long-term care and 
even an estate plan is a product, right, which is why we have estate planning attorneys here on staff, business succession attorneys, to analyze everything for our clients. So we like to give a broad array of webinars and workshops that really would cater to the broad public as well as to our clients' interests. So I don't know if I really have a favorite. We're coming up with the gift of education because we have so many clients that say, hey, I'd like to assist with tuition or, you know, for grandkids in the future. What's the most effective and efficient way to do that? So it's really all over the place for clients and for people who aren't. Well, 2021, right around the corner, we're optimistic, but there's work to be done. And it starts with a plan from a fee-only fiduciary. We encourage you to get that portfolio review and the framework for a financial plan. Make it a resolution if you want, and you can actually accomplish it quickly. Deanne, we are always ready to help. We are, uh, and it's very simple. Uh, we Again, we can do it safely and virtually, but we are meeting in person as well. Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, CFP, CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Thanks for your contributions in 2020 to our radio shows, our client learning, and what you do with our clients. Thank you. My we pleasure. Keep hearing unprecedented during this pandemic. From a financial perspective, we've seen a lot of this before. Market plunges, global pandemics, high unemployment. Everyone has an opinion, and frankly, it's hard to know who to trust. You need need a steady, independent voice. Annex Wealth Management has decades of experience helping clients navigate. You don't need a sales pitch. You need an assessment of where you are, where you're headed, and how we can help. AnnexWealth.com. If not now, when? Know the difference. Annex Wealth Management. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary. And we put that in writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? We are reviewing how various teams at Annex dealt with the COVID curveball in 2020. Glad to report we truly delivered for our clients. Joe Martin, an estate planning attorney at Annex Wealth Management, a regular guest on the show. Welcome back. Thanks, Danny. When did the pandemic really start to affect our clients from an estate planning angle? Mid-March is when things kind of started to hit the fan for everybody. Did you notice an uptick in the volume of calls and conversations with clients at a about that time? And if so, what were they about? Well, I don't know if it was exactly around that time. You know, there were so many things going on. But, you know, I think we did start to field a lot more questions probably into April and May as people really started to kind of grasp the severity of what was facing them and realizing that, hey, we don't have an estate plan in place or maybe we do and we haven't looked at it in 15 years. So now's the time to pull it out. And they needed help to do that. And at that time, we were just dealing with Secure Act. Did that have anything to do with the state planning? Or were you left alone on that? Well, I wasn't. Um, because the Secure Act that got passed at the end of 2019 had some provisions related to required minimum distributions and inherited IRAs, which had a really significant impact on estate planning when people were using trusts. So we were already starting to do a lot of reviews for clients to see what type of an impact the Secure Act had. And then all of a sudden with COVID, it just magnified it even more so. How about the CARES Act? Did that also give you some extra homework? I wouldn't say it gave me homework from an estate planning standpoint. It was clearly a top of mind thing for many of our clients in figuring out what do we need to do. There were also some modifiers, one-year modifiers in that CARES Act that even changed what the SECURE Act had just implemented. So we had a lot of questions about that that we were able to provide a lot of guidance for. I think what COVID did was make us kind of look into the mirror and say, okay, are we ready for this? And what if we don't know what this is? Absolutely. You know, one of the big things is, is with estate planning, 
one of the important documents is that health care power of attorney, where you're naming someone to come in and make your health care related decisions when you don't have capacity to do that. And oftentimes intubation is a question of do you want life sustaining measures, which includes being put on a ventilator. And COVID really, really made people think about that because maybe they had said, no, I don't want that. But if it was COVID related, yes, I do. So it really made people really look at those documents that were already in place to determine, is it still appropriate? And then the horrible cases where somebody got sick suddenly and then was in a ward and you couldn't communicate with them. There's where you really wish you had the plan in place. Absolutely. It was also magnified when maybe it was a spouse went in or a husband went in and two or three days later than the wife was in and they had named each other and now they're both in dire situations. So it's like, did you have that backup person named your child or a sibling or something that could make those decisions for you? Oh, what a mess. Uh, Jill Martin is an estate planning attorney at Annex Wealth Management. We're talking about this past year. Now, previously, we had a ton of in-person presentations. I know you had a big hand in, in many of those. Using our strong tech backbone, we switched to virtual and it looked like it went well. It really did. And while I miss the interaction when we would have in-person meetings with the with the questions that we would get from the audience, we were really able to reach even more clients and even more potential clients when we did all of these webinars because, you know, you could attend from the comfort of your own home, still in your pajamas if you wanted to. So it allowed us to get the message out there about estate planning and its importance and how Annex can help in a much wider breadth. So with lockdowns and virtual visits, there were still cases where most legal estate planning documents needed to be signed. Is that correct? They In, in person, right? To be legal effective? Yeah, absolutely. So every document, and it's, it's really an interesting exercise to review the statutes, but every document requires a little bit of a different requirement for being legally valid, right? Wills need two disinterested persons to witness it. Um, So do healthcare powers of attorney. Some documents needed a notary to be legally valid, right? So what happened is, is the estate planning community at large really had to get creative in figuring out how to do properly social distanced document signings, right? I had some attorney friends who um, used a pizza like a pizza oven, really? pizza pie yeah, thing sure. that, that they would hand deliver documents, you know, that was six feet away, do them while the clients were still in the car and the attorney would sign things outside of the car, on the hood of the car, right? Trying to maintain socially distanced. And it seems to have worked. We're able to do it and people are still getting their documents done. Knowing now what we know, what do you think 2021 is going to, how is it, things going to change for estate planning? Um, you know, I think it's going to continue to be more of the same, in, in all honesty. I think the the continued pandemic and the length of the pandemic that we're facing continues to highlight that you need to have the basic estate planning documents in place. And if you don't, you need to put it at the top of your to-do list for the new year. Um, so we're still getting a lot of questions about from clients asking for referrals to attorneys that can get those documents in place for them. And we're really trying to help usher clients through that process. Well, we're optimistic about 2021, but there's work to be done. And it starts with a plan from a fee-only fiduciary and that includes solid estate planning guidance, which is not a bad New Year's resolution. It never is, right? You know, it's one of those things that ultimately it's part of that comprehensive financial plan and that comprehensive wealth plan, but sometimes it's further down on the to-do list. I think given what we went through in 2020, it's one of those that maybe we need to put to the top of the to-do list instead. 
Push it up. Joe Martin, estate planning attorney at Annex Wealth Management. My thanks to you for your willingness to help our clients with the regular appearances on the radio show. You've always been here for us. Thank you. Absolutely. Happy to help. Best to you in 2021. Thanks, Danny. You too. And it is time for a break, but we are going to be back. Stick around. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Team. Tech. Trust. Straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're back. Website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Sunday, January 3rd, just heard a couple of great segments from different team members at Annex Wealth Management talking about the pivot during COVID. My name is Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky is here. And Dave Spano, President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Thanks, Danny. You know, through 2020, there was a lot of lessons learned. And one of the things that we did look at is we looked over the recovery that we saw in 2020, and we overlaid that in other responses back in 1999 and 2008 and 19 in the early 1980s and they recovered strong and one of the things I'd like to point out is what we were talking about in early February of this year when we pointed out the fact that the coronavirus may have a dislocation Danny could you play that piece sure I think we should start with Friday down 603 points on Friday over massive fears around the coronavirus we have talked about this before. There will be a new wall of worry being built. The bricks are being laid one by one. And so, Derek, when we talk about the coronavirus, we have to talk about the chain reaction that the economy of China has with the United States. That was audio from our show on February 1st. I also want to point out that January 25th, we were talking about coronavirus as well. And I think it's important, and it goes to what we're going to talk about next, Derek, is that if you look at the recoveries, no matter what the crisis was, we've seen some similar in the responses. We absolutely have. I mean, in this case, very similar to it, 2008 and 2009, we saw a Fed response, although this time we highlighted any number of times that this Fed response was multiple times larger than what we did in 2008 and 2009. We also talked about fiscal stimulus being a corrective factor, bridging the the gap. And that's why, to to the consternation of many, the stock market has done extremely well, even though the economy continues to languish. You know, if you go back and think about where we were in the beginning of the year and ask your 2019 self what you would have expected. It would have been a funny response. Yeah, I don't think you would have expected a pandemic. I don't think you'd be expecting to go to a, with wearing a face mask, go to the grocery store. And I most certainly don't think you'd be preparing for a socially distant New Year's Eve celebration or, or basically being alone on something called Zoom. Yeah, that's right. And all of those things did happen, Danny. Wasn't one of the biggest things we were in about a year ago was the China trade deal? right? That was kind of at the top. And that's why we brought China into that conversation. We brought that piece back in and said there was going to be some dislocation. But when this happens, I mean, when do you get an opportunity to buy stocks down 35 or 40 percent? You got to take a look at it, Derek. You absolutely do. As as Ben Graham once said, uh, the investor's chief problem and even his own worst enemy is most likely himself. He loses patience. Uh, headlines drive him to make rash decisions, which is why we try to practice very strategic and anticipatory communication with our clients through our wealth managers, and that leads to a more uh, sound outcome over time. And you know, behavioral finance is part of what we do 
as a wealth management firm. And if you focus on investment strategies that avoid, minimize, or mitigate these extremes, it can provide advantages. And these advantages allow you to go into portfolios and actually stop folks from trying to have negative actions against themselves. Yeah, because as we've learned over and over, unexpected outcomes occur more often than you would expect. And one of the jobs of our investment committee and our firm in general is to behaviorally coach people so that they generate attractive risk-adjusted returns, which help them achieve their long-term goals. And I want to end on a piece that we did right at the very peak of the crisis, which was March 14th. We did the show on a Saturday, and you'll remember that March 13th was the big shutdown. Can you play that piece, Danny? You bet. You don't sell stocks when they're down. You buy stocks when they're down, and you sell them when they're expensive. And so, you know, we have a process here. We have perspective here. We have poise here. We're calm, and we invest for the long term. And that's right before the bottom dropped out. That was March 14th. That was right on the edge. And so what this all means as we close out this show is that there is opportunities. And the second thing that Derek said is you sell them when they're expensive. So if you've made some profits in your portfolio and now is the time to reallocate capital, this is the time to do that, to go through your portfolio. If you want our help, we do this every day. And this is content that we provide on the show to help you either as a listener or as an investor. If you want us to help you with it, there's a way to get that done. And you can do it with the help of a Barron's Top Advisor, a four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300. We are on the list for the Top 100 Wealth Managers at riachannel.com. Most importantly, a fee-only fiduciary. As Dave mentioned, you can do it on a Sunday morning, fresh into the year. This is a resolution that you can make and 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 do and come through on. The website, AnnexWealth.com. You click the Get Started button. While you're there, read through our website. You'll see the whole story, including the Know the Difference checklist. Because if your advisor says they're a fiduciary, make sure you get it in writing, but check ours out. Again, the website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. It's been a pleasure in 2020. It's going to be a better 2021. We're looking forward to it. See you in a week. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.